Hello, folks, it's Rico, and you're about to listen to another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. It is, uh, what is today, the 27th of November in the year of 2022. Yes, gosh, it's going to be 2023 in like about a month, but uh, yeah, and it's show 883. Yeah, first I want to thank Jen for joining me. That was a lot of fun last week to talk about Rings of Power. Really enjoyed that. Always good to have a co-host on the show. Uh, that's uh, always makes it more interesting and fun for me. But today, just a kind of a probably shorter and a casual show. Um, I'm going to talk about basically, I would say the primary g- game that I've played, like you know, computer game over the last. <laughs> it's been a long time, 18 years. I know I've mentioned this before. I don't think I ever really did a podcast about it, but I'm going to talk about World of Warcraft and and other related gaming things. I'll talk a little bit about TV and movies slightly, but um, that's going to be it. I'm going to try to shoot for only about a half hour for this show for a few reasons, but I'll talk. You know, I always say that, and it ends up going longer because hey, Rico can talk forever about a pencil. Yes, hello, Mister Pencil. How are you today? <laughs> Oh, I'm in a little bit of a goofy mood. I'm a little tired. I'll tell you more about that here shortly on Treks in Sci-Fi. Folks, I am back. That's that was a little bit of World of Warcraft uh, teaser music for the latest expansion called Dragonflight that launches uh, actually tomorrow. So uh, that was like I said, that's going to be what I'm going to talk about primarily today. Uh, a few other things: talk about the weather, talk about getting COVID booster shot, mega new one number five, uh, which I got yesterday. So a little bit about that. You know, I, I do think vaccines are, are good. I believe in science, you know, so I think everyone that listens to this show and has for a while, that that's probably not surprising. And I think I've said it before and encouraged people to get vaccinated. But I haven't had like what I would say, maybe the first shot I had for the COVID vaccine, I had a little bit of a reaction, you know, yeah, kind of had a headache for a day or so. Not, not really anything terrible, but I got the latest booster last uh, yesterday. And last night, about 12 hours after getting the shot or so, it really started to hit me. So I'm a little tired today. Didn't get a good night's sleep. Uh, woke up midnight, or not at midnight, but in the middle of the night. Took a Tylenol. Just kind of achy. I feel pretty good now, though. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually um, part of the reason. Well, one, they have this new improved vaccine out that, that's supposed to attack some of the or or help better with some of the newer variants of COVID. But the um the other thing is next weekend uh a week from uh right now i'll be at uh in columbus at a galaxy con a big convention there a lot of trek celebrities brent spiner uh jonathan frakes 
John Delancey, Gates McFadden, William Shatner, uh, Kevin Smith, the guys from Clerks, Rosario Dawson, uh, a lot of people from Legends of Tomorrow, uh, just a, a huge, I, I would love to get photo ops with all these people, but I'd be spending like a thousand bucks. I really need to do a William Shatner one. I'm a little, I've said it before, I'm a little bit concerned that it'll be one of those behind plexiglass things which I'm just not a fan of. I, I understand it. He's an older guy. You know, maybe maybe he's trying to get a little extra protection. But I was looking on their photo op page, and out of, out of all the actors and people there, under w only one person, under one photo op set, did I say, you know, behind plexiglass. It was Brandon Routh, of all people, who played, you know, Superman in that Superman movie. He was on Legends of Tomorrow. Re really nice guy. I've seen him at conventions before. Here He was here in... Motor City Comic Con once, but he, you know, on Shatner's thing, it didn't have anything about that. Now Shatner's also taking pictures with the TNG folks, which is, which is a little bit odd, and it doesn't say anything about behind plexiglass. So I know that thing might not be accurate. It could still be that way, but I'm kind of thinking, you know, I've I've had a couple of other opportunities when Shatner's been at cons I've been at to to get a pick with him. And I've I've just haven't done it, and and so I feel like I really need to do it now um, before you know, even if it ends up being behind plexiglass. I, I kept thinking that if we ended up doing one of those kind of picks, I would do the whole try to see if I could get him to do the Spock, you know, Wrath of Khan thing and put his hand up on the plexiglass, and I could put my hand up on it or something like that. I don't know. I, I again, I get it. I don't. I don't deny anyone if they want to wear masks still anywhere and or you know that kind of thing. Hey, whatever whatever makes you comfortable is is fine. Totally totally understandable. Totally fine. But to do a photo like that, it, it, you just feel like you're in almost another room. I, I know people have done those and, and put them up online, and I know you can kind of Photoshop out that little piece of plastic pretty easily. So I'm probably going to do it and just see what happens because I'm going down to Columbus, Ohio, three, four hour drive from my house. Uh, it's going to be a little different. I haven't gone to a con where I've driven like that in a while. And I haven't gone to a con where basically there's, I mean, the last many cons, I, I've been there with people I know, which has made it a lot more fun. So this is going to be a little bit different. To, you know, there was a long period of time I went to a lot of cons locally and some a little semi-local that that I there was no one there and then I started going to the you know with friends in Texas to the Austin Comic-Con in San Diego Comic-Con with Kenny and and it's just so much more fun with with people around and but I I'll I'll, I'll manage maybe I'll just make some new friends like I like I have at the other cons I've gone to so so that's next weekend. So I'm just mentioning that now. That was kind of the reason to get a new uh, updated COVID booster thing. I got one about a week or two before I went to San Diego Comic-Con, and that was the last one. And then I got this one now about a week before I'm going to this con. Probably should have done it a little sooner, but I just couldn't get around to it, and I finally. But whatever, it's done. Feeling okay now. But, um, but yeah, get, get vaccinated. Keep up with it. Um, it's... Um, yeah, I mean, I've had COVID, and I, I think definitely the vaccines helped. I didn't really have a very severe case of it. Never needed any drugs for it for when I had COVID. I mean, I just kept working. It, you know, I stayed at home, of course, but so I, I I think it works. Okay, there's my medical pitch for the day. So, all right, well, let us talk about um, some TV and movie stuff, huh? some nerd stuff, before I talk about World of Warcraft and my my uh, love for the game and and still playing it after all since it came out in two thousand and four, 
18, um, 18 year anniversary right now for it. So TV and movies, the most recent thing that I watched was, um, the galaxy, uh, galaxy. I was going to say galaxy con galaxy is in the name guardians of the galaxy, the holiday special that they did with both. Basically it's pretty much the mantis and Drax show plus, uh, Kevin Bacon. It's a nice little cute holiday special. It's not very long. It's on Disney plus 45 minutes or so. Uh, Chris Pratt is in it as, as Star-Lord and uh, and some of the other characters from the movies, from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Uh, but um, I was, yeah, I, w- I was enjoying it, and, and it's got some humor, and it, it's 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 very lighthearted, and it's kind of like they're trying to cheer Peter up for uh, for the holidays, and and they uh, decide to go, <laughs> more or less, and this is in the trailers and teasers for it, but they go to uh, they go to Earth and and they uh, and, and they kidnap you know they they're they're going to get Kevin Bacon because of course when Peter was taken from Earth you know he has this all this music from that period of time and he uh, so they you know he always talks about he thinks these are his his crew thinks these things these characters are heroes to Peter. You know, the, these actors that did these movies and did music and things. So, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was cute. And, and, and uh, yeah, if you if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll like, you'll like this. So so that was the most recent thing. The other thing I started to watch uh, that's in my mind a little bit is um, 1899, this new uh, show that showed up on Netflix. It's from the makers or creators, I think, of the, the Dark series that's on there that I have not watched, but I've heard nothing but good stuff. I do want to watch it. It's on my, you know, to-do list or on my my save list on Netflix. But I started to watch this thing. Basically, 1899, it's set in the year 1899. There's a big ocean kind of, I don't know if you call it a cruise ship at that time, but basically a passenger ship making its way from Europe to the to America. And another ship, a, basically kind of a sister ship to it, had gone missing I'm trying to remember what the time period was supposed to be like four months prior to their, and they find it and it, and it, uh, you know, again, this is all kind of in the teaser for the, for the show, but the, the whole ship of, I think they say there's supposed to be over like 1200 or something like that passengers. No one's there basically, you know, pretty much. I'm not going to give you a whole lot of detail, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, I've only watched the first three episodes. So I still got a long way. I think it's, is it eight or is it 10? I'm not sure. These series, it's very, uh, you know, these series seem to get shorter and shorter. It seems like Netflix shows tend to be eight, nine, 10, maybe 12 at the most. So, um, so yeah, uh, that, um, that, that was, um, yeah, that, um, I think, I think was one of the more new recent things I watched. Oh, I think I haven't talked about Andor the finale. Cause wasn't that just this previous week? I think it was. Yeah, it was on the day before on uh, Thanksgiving. And yeah, I think it. I really liked the last episode. I thought they did a did a nice job with that. I'm I'm seeing all these people, and I've talked about this show a little bit before. You know, saying, "Oh, it's the best Star Wars ever," and, and uh, well, I I still I I think it's a great show. I think it's super well done. It's interesting. We're seeing a lot of the inner workings of the Empire. A little bit of, of course, the start of the of the the Rebel Alliance and all that, but for me, I I, I 
I was talking to some of my friends online about this, but for me, Star Wars is all about been more about these sort of heroic swashbuckling, you know, space battles. And, and uh, as, as people have been putting into this kind of category, oh, you just want more pew pew kind of and lightsaber fights. And I said, well, kind of, uh, but that that stuff when I when I first saw the the original Star Wars movie in '77 in the theaters, I mean, it just floored me. It blew me away. There had been nothing like that. I, I mean, people who don't, who didn't live through that time, even if like you were very young, like if you were only like three, four, five, six, or whatever, you know, they're they're. I mean, I saw that movie like about two dozen times that first year or so it came out, and it kept getting re-released, and it was just so much fun. It was so just upbeat and and, and heroic and exciting and. And that, that's always, to me, kind of the essence of Star Wars. And I'm fine with, like, I've read a lot of the Star Wars books. And, and when they give detail on, you know, Rogue Squadron or or, or whatever per- different periods of time in, in Star, the Star Wars universe, all that stuff is very cool and interesting. And I love, like, The Mandalorian. I feel like that's still got sort of the swashbucklingness to it and, and everything, but... But this, you know, Andor, again, great show, interesting and good, but to call it the best Star Wars ever, nah, not to me at least. I mean, like, I, I, I everyone keeps calling it, you know, oh, this is the adult Star Wars. And, and, and I think you guys, you know, some of those people are forgetting, you know, George Lucas made Star Wars for, for kids or the kid in all of us. It's supposed to be kind of larger than life and, and not about, you know, banking and, and, and I, I mean, it can be anything to anyone. Like, again, I'm not trying to down the Andor show, but for me personally, and Jen and I kind of touched on this last weekend where we talked about, you know, what what these different sort of franchises mean, to, and they mean different things to different people. So that's kind of, I think, a really good way to look at this. So for me, I would prefer, you know, the some of the movies that they've done. I would prefer Mandalorian, you know, if I was going to say, hey, what what do you want to watch? Um, but again, Andor, good, good stuff. I thought that again, the, the season finale was good. They're going to do one more season of twelve episodes. Probably won't be out for. I don't even know if they've started filming that one yet. Probably looking at a year or more away for that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a good show. So what else? Oh, and then uh, just on that topic, slightly switching off on Disney. Now that that show ended, we get this week starting. The Willow TV series, and I'm really excited by that. I want to rewatch the movie before that comes out. I think it starts. I think it's Wednesdays. I think it's also going to be Wednesdays, at least on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm, you know, might be different wherever you guys are at. So, um, all right, we're 15 or so minutes into the podcast. Let me take a short break, and then I'll come back and talk about World of Warcraft and my love for um, for playing uh, MMO type games. This is Pocketbook's Star Trek novelist Michael A. Martin warbling in your ear, and you're listening to Rico on Tricks and Sci-Fi. I'm back, obviously. Do I even need to say I am back? Should I just start talking? <laughs> it's. I think I've always said that, hey, I'm back, or something like that. It's hard to just say start talking again. All right, so let's talk about World of Warcraft. So a little bit of background, and I've talked about some of these things on the show before. Uh, the back high school college time for me I played Dungeons and Dragons a lot and we had a little group of our friends of mine and you know when we would get together 
we would play World or not sorry, play World of Warcraft. That wasn't out then. So no, we would play Dungeons and Dragons. So role playing and fantasy sci fi is a big, you know, probably probably more of a more of a sci fi fan than a fantasy fan, but I'm a pretty big fantasy fan too. So I love this kind of stuff, you know, magic and dragons and, you know, dwarves and whatever, you know, all that kind of thing. And sort of role playing uh, is is also fun. Even though when we played D&D, we didn't get heavy into playing the character. I mean, we kind of do, but I know some people get more into that, more into the character a little. But it's interesting. I've always thought about when you play like a D&D game or role play things or play a computer game that's an MMO or whatever. But you tend to kind of play who you are, I feel, a little bit, I I think. Like, for example, I always was drawn to more of the wizard type characters the intellectual types i wasn't the fighter types typically although i did play a um i did play a cleric a lot I'm, i i was always uh, you know fond of being a healer in groups and that, that kind of thing or a wizard type uh so in, in world of warcraft uh, my main character that i've played all, all throughout the whole time the show or the show the the game's been out is is a wizard named rico although it's spelled r-e-i-c-o i'm on earth and ring by the way if anybody's interested or anybody plays who's listening earth and ring server and an r-e-i-c-o rico is my uh, handle on there i play wizard although i i play a lot of alternate or what's called alt characters in world of warcraft i play a hunter which is sort of a marksman slash um you have a pet which which appeals to me a lot you can have all different kinds of pets that kind of accompany you as you go around so so you know the it was sort of natural to move to from playing like D type stuff to playing mmo games and and the thing about mmos is every few years there's a new expansion there's always uh new content and i've I would consider myself a pretty casual uh, game player too, on even a World of Warcraft. Like, I only uh, I've tried a guild type thing, which is a group that you play sometimes with in in these games. They're called guilds. Or, I, well, actually, I should go back a little bit more. Also, as I, I was a big EverQuest player, and I'm actually playing EverQuest. There's a there's a what's called a free server called P99. You could look that up on Google and find it out. It's actually kind of sanctioned by EverQuest, so you can kind of play some of the sort of original EverQuest game uh, online for free if you're interested these days. Uh, it's a little more, you know, setup involved and things like that you got to do. And it's still, of course, going as a real game, too, by, I think, I think it's still run by Sony. So I, I played that quite a bit and then kind of moved more to World of Warcraft. EverQuest is a super grindy hard type of MMO compared to World of Warcraft is I think the big thing that made World of Warcraft so popular was that you could play it very casually just a little bit at a time at whatever pace you wanted you didn't necessarily need a a big group to do anything where in EverQuest even though I played a lot of solo it was pretty hard going when you play that game solo Uh, World of Warcraft you can definitely do uh, that a little bit I think easier but the the essence of these things that I like is there's fantasy, they're fantasy based. You kind of play different characters. Like I said, I, I've played hunters and wizards or, or, you know, magic wielding characters primarily. 
uh, in the game. Uh, sometimes I, I, I kind of been tempted to play a druid type character, World of Warcraft, but um, they're up to about expansion number, I don't know what it is, eight or nine maybe, and uh, called Dragonflight. And I, the, the main reason I wanted to kind of talk about this today is I played... Like, I would be, on a typical month or a week, I would play a little bit of World of Warcraft maybe on the weekend, maybe for an hour or two at most. But over the last, say, week or so, I've, all, I've played pretty much every day because the cool thing now that they're doing with, um, when they're having a new expansion come out, and they kind of have done this for previous expansions, is they do what's called a... I'm going to need to get a drink in a minute, but um, they do what's called a catch-up mechanic where... You know, I play solo. I was at the current max level is 60, and I was at max level with the, my character, but his equipment and his gear wasn't so, like, it wasn't the top of the line. You know, you can get much better gear if you do a lot of raids and things like that. So they, they've they been doing this thing where you, I won't go into all the detail of how you do it, but they've been allowing, uh, with a fairly small amount of effort and not a lot, a huge amount of time, sinking into the game but you can gear up basically get more or less top of the line gear to be prepared for the creatures and things you're going to have to battle and stuff in the new expansion because i've noticed with expansions typically when they start some of the previous ones that i've kind of been a little under geared and i and i take a lot of hurt <laughs> take a lot of damage from some of the initial uh quests and creatures you have to fight all right, so I take take a quick pause there to get a drink, uh, a little tea. Uh, the um, so I was talking a bit about gearing up, yeah. So that's been kind of fun, and the the trouble for me though a little bit is is uh, I wouldn't call myself. There's a term people use for you know with these alternate characters called altaholic, where you just have there. Are, I think people that play primarily like a character and they don't really vary too much, maybe. Although the game's been out so so long, I, it's hard for me to think that you've only played like one character primarily throughout. So uh, I would play, I, I probably have about a half a dozen different characters I kind of bounce around with. And I have a few that are at the top level. So I've had to kind of do this catch-up gear mechanic each day on multiple characters to, to level them, to, to get their gear leveled up and higher, which has been a little... Um, it's kept me busy, let's just say, <laughs> in the evenings and, and, and whenever I can slip in and, and do these little quests and stuff and get some of this gear. But it's been fun, though. I, I mean, I, 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 I wish it was, I wish they had those options kind of more throughout the game. I mean, I guess, I guess raids and things like that kind of are what that is, but I just, gaming for me has always been sort of a relaxing pastime or hobby. When you get heavy duty into playing in a guild, it, it becomes almost a, a job almost where you're kind of committed to like, hey, every, you know, every other night or something, you're, you're having to go get online and play for a few hours. Now, for some people, see, I watch a lot of TV and movies, as everybody knows who listens to the show. So there's only so many hours and days and times, you know, with, that you can play. And I, I, I don't really have. I, I don't want to swap out, you know, watching, you know, Andor even or or Willow or whatever other TV or movie, 1899, whatever I'm watching. Titans is back, you know, on, on HBO Max. But anyway, it's 
So for me to, to put in that much of a time commitment is hard. So I don't really want to do that. So I wish there has been, you know, except for these prior two expansions, the, I, I wish they had other ways and probably I'm missing something. I mean, I know you can kind of gear up even solo a little bit and there's even some crafting and stuff that you can do. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's, and there's a lot of other MMOs. I mean, I, there's other ones that people have been playing over the last few years that I've been kind of tempted by a little bit. Uh, the Elder Scrolls is one, you know, Final Fantasy, of course. But, um, but the one thing about all these, these MMO games, even though I'm talking about time limitations, it kind of keeps me from playing a lot of other games that I, I'm interested in. Like I, I, I managed a few months ago, well, it was probably more like more than that, maybe six months ago now, to get a PS5. And, and the only game I've played some on that so far is um, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy game. <laughs> I do want to get that new God of War and try to play that a bit. I've never been much for a console gamer. I've been more of a PC guy, really 99% a PC guy. But I'm trying to switch over a little bit to do more console stuff because they're really amazing looking games now that, that are on consoles. So I'm trying to kind of delve into that. So it's, it's, um, it's a balancing act of time. Hey, let me play before I go on much more. I'm probably going to wrap this up actually without too much more. Um, one thing I forgot to say earlier too, I should have mentioned is that, you know, I'm going to that con next weekend. So there won't be a podcast next weekend, but in two weeks I will be doing a, probably a video cast talking about the, uh, con that I'm going to so that should be uh that should be a lot of fun so expect that in two weeks time so let me play um this is a I'm not sure how much it'll transfer versus you know the audio only but it's the this is called the World of Warcraft Dragonflight which is the new expansion where you can play kind of a dragon character and this is the launch cinematic trailer so there's a lot of uh, great uh, video trailers and cinematics that they put in the game you know, they did a World of Warcraft movie even. Every, everybody probably listening knows the game if you've never played it. Probably a lot of you have tried it or played it too. So they do these cinematics to kind of get you in the mood and feel for what the game's going to be, what the new expansion's going to be. I've played, the other thing that you can do right now is you can make, make a, they're called a Drakthir is the new race that you can play, sort of this dragon, kind of a humanoid dragon we'll call it, and has some kind of new abilities and things. And you have to learn how to play that character. And so they have in the early, what they call the pre-patch stuff, you can play that character for a little while before the real main game is released, which is tomorrow. But anyway, let me play this trailer for you, and then I'll come back, give you some final thoughts, and, and wrap up today's show.
All right, well, that, that little uh, trailer cinematic, it just it's basically a couple of characters flying on their dragons and, and, and some flying and battling a little. But, uh, yeah, it, so there's not really any verbal audio anything in there. But um, but you, got, you can watch these things on, on YouTube or whatever if you're interested. And uh, But I would say that it, it's a beautiful-looking trailer with, you know, and, and certainly I think, Warcraft has been influenced by the popularity of things like uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, but you know, there's obviously dragons have been in in fantasy for for ever, you know, for as long as there's been fantasy literature, right? So uh, it, it's not just those things, but it's it's pretty cool to play a, a, a dragon type race. You can kind of you have the ability to switch between a human looking character and and a dragon like character so that's kind of cool you can kind of push a button and one of your uh, one of your abilities is that so instead of always walking around looking like a dragon you can look like a person you can also have uh you can also semi fly and and instead of in, in in the game typically flying you have to go to a certain areas to to do flights or or you can use a mount and and this you can fly natively your character and yeah it's pretty cool and and the other thing about the new expansion is the they have what's called you know classes like you know i was saying earlier like wizard or or hunter or or shaman or warrior whatever but the new dragon class has only one uh dragon type uh drakthirs can only be what's called an evoker which is sort of like a magic-based character, I would say, that does a lot of spells and can. There's two different versions. There's one that's does more offensive stuff and one that does more healing things that you get to choose from. So uh, yeah, so this this has been fun for me, and and I like I like these kind of games. I my uh, my kids always say, you know, they they I, I tend to be this person, you know, when I when I get to like something, I, I stick with it and, and don't let it go. Like I, why I have eight hundred and eighty three podcasts and and just um, you know still love Trek and Star Wars and 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 it it's just um, it's very hard for me to play a game for a short time and then just go, okay, I'm done, I've done that. Now let's do another one. So it's kind of. I think it's a little bit of a, I call it gaming comfort food, where it's familiar and you're used to it. Although this this game, this new expansion, and each expansion kind of does this a little bit, but they've they've kind of changed quite a bit. The whole interface, the what's called the talents that you get as you level up, they kind of reshifted a lot of that around. I'm not at all a World of Warcraft, even though I've played it since it's been out pretty much. I'm not an expert. There's people who who really, really live and breathe this game, and there's tons of you know, you know Scott Johnson. You know my my the story of of doing treks in sci-fi was Scott Johnson did a podcast, and he they would talk a little bit about World of Warcraft, and then eventually he did a World of Warcraft podcast. But he kind of got me interested in podcasting anyway. So there's a lot of history here. So it's yeah, it's a great game. It's a lot of fun, uh, and and the the other good thing, two two really things that I really like about World of Warcraft compared to other MMOs that there've been. One, I already said, you can play pretty much by yourself, pretty easily. You know, you don't necessarily always need a group or or do that kind of thing. But the what was I going to say? My mind is still a little hazy today, t- tired out. Um, 
but you you know you can just casually jump in when you want a little bit at a time and play and it's and it's it's pretty pretty easy to do that there's not a lot of um pressure to to continue to you know oh i gotta play 12 hours today to to stay up with the game but there was something else i was going to say about it ah i can't think of what it was oh i know what it was now sorry the um the technical aspects of it. You don't need a super up-to-date mega, mega PC to play World of Warcraft, although each expansion tends to make the game a little more demanding on the specs. But, you know, you don't need a, a 3090, you know, video card or one of the new 40, you know, whatever level. You know, the game the game scales pretty well. You know, my I do need to build a new computer soon, but, I mean, I've always had a pretty modern pretty up-to-date computer but uh, it, it can be it can be run on a, a pretty basic laptop even it's um although i would say the newer game with with the greater detail the the as time has gone on like i said it's a little bit more demanding i know i think it was maybe it was the previous expansion or maybe two back or whatever where they made a pretty bump pretty big bump in graphics which which for some people who had a very like say low-end computer machine it did cause them a little bit of a problem uh, for a little while, but generally, overall, World of Warcraft is the other really good thing about it is you don't need a super duper, uh, you know, mega five thousand dollar computer to play it well on. It, it can be, it can be played on pretty much you know even equipment that's five or plus more years old easily, and, and it runs well. So that's another. I think. I mean, I know some of the hottest games some of the newest stuff that comes out the you know they push the envelope of graphics so most of those games need a pretty hefty up-to-date computer and i get that they're trying to they're trying to appeal to how look how cool this is and that's why consoles keep up being updated and everything like that to give you the latest greatest looking thing but there's a little bit not everybody buys that stuff right that fast so you're cutting some of your potential players out if you're always, you know, if you're releasing, a, especially a PC game, if it's a PC game that really needs an upper-level computer, not everyone's going to have that. So that's it. And a lot of those games are scalable. You know, you know, obviously you can dial down the graphics, but then are you getting really the, the full game experience, depending on how much you've got to dial it down in graphic level? Anyway, it's just a to me, it's a plus for World of Warcraft that they have kept it that way pretty much since it's been out. I, I think, you know, just because even when it launched, it didn't require a, a you know, super high-end computer, and it's just kind of stayed that way. So, all right, I am going to wrap up the show today. I hope this was kind of interesting for you guys. I, I don't talk about gaming like, um, you know, computer gaming or World of Warcraft very often. It's usually about movies and TV and trek and star wars or whatever but i thought this might be kind of fun for a change i think i've talked about i've definitely talked about world of warcraft before but i i i was going to do the show originally my idea today was i was going to talk about some of the comic book tv shows and how we're most of them are getting canceled now and <laughs> except on some of the streaming services we've still got those it seems the marvel shows on disney plus and, and others but the CW type shows, but I'm probably going to hold that. I'll probably do a show like that maybe later in December or possibly January. I do want to kind of do an update to where we're at. Let's say call it the state of comic book shows. Um, so um, 
Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, Kevin Conroy, you know, the voice of Batman from the animated series and a lot of other DC animated films, you know, passed away not that long ago. That was kind of a sad thing. He, he I know he'd been ill for a long time, but, you know, everyone every always said that he was great. at. I've seen him at conventions and things and, and you know, seemed like a really super nice guy. And the voice of Batman, he, he had the perfect voice for Batman and uh, you know I can still remember first seeing the animated Batman show and just how well I really thought that voice fit and it was it's funny you know they've done some DC animated films with someone else I think it's Jensen Ackles kind of playing Batman now I think is is who's playing him he does a pretty good job but that that his voice for Batman uh, Kevin Conroy just just was was ideal and perfect so rest in peace Kevin and uh, I'm done for this week, folks. I hope this was enjoyable again. Um, if you want to donate, participate in Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. If you want to donate a few bucks each month, if uh, you listen to the show and enjoy it, that's always appreciated. Thanks to everyone that does does do that and has done that for a long time. Oh, one last shout out a bit. It's it's getting into holiday season and Black Friday and stuff and my I'm going to say something to my buddy Rick Moyer. Um, you're a bad influence on me. Um, we both have been getting into these arcade games, digital arcade games, from primarily from Arcade 1-Up uh, is, is a maker of these. And they had an amazing, Coles of all places, has some pretty amazing Black Friday deals. So I I decided to take the plunge, and I, and I bought the Terminator 2 sort of digital recreation of that old arcade game. Um, just had an amazing price for it a big big drop in price from when it first came out plus you get Kohl's cash and all this other stuff so uh that should be showing up here in in a few weeks maybe i'll do another video show sometime in the next couple months show the uh my little arcade setup and what i've got going there i I do still want to get another pinball digital pinball maybe the star wars one but um i think i just bumped the mic sorry about that all right i'm out of here folks uh take care of yourselves get get uh get keep those vaccinations up to date And uh, I'll talk to you guys in two weeks after I go to the big Columbus Con. By the way, uh, Patreon folks, I'll try to post some some exclusive stuff there. And, of course, I'll be putting stuff on the Treks and Sci-Fi group as well. So, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys in a couple. Bye. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.